Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. Thank you for listening. This is the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Kyle. I'm here with my co-host, Eric. And we are here doing the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. Again, thank you for listening. However you're listening, whether you're driving or playing disc golf or just sitting on the couch, thank you for listening. Today, I want to introduce my wonderful co-host with a question. Eric, is a hot dog a sandwich? It is definitely not a sandwich. It is a taco. There's no way uh, no way it could be a sandwich. That's a take. Now, how do we make a taco a sandwich, though? Not your dog. Not my dog. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were saying, you know, a hot dog is my dog, which was confusing at first, but then I eventually got what you were talking about. Just yeah. context, people. My dog's name is Taco. If you haven't heard, I think that was in the episode one, episode two. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen. He's all over Tic Tac, too. I think it's probably a sandwich. It's definitely not a sandwich. Nine out of ten times, if I have a bun with my hot dog because it's a gluten-free bun, the little back part just rips because gluten-free buns have no, um, I was going to say like a structural integrity. Uh, I don't know if I needed to go that far talking about a hot dog bun, but I, I did. But to be fair, when you eat hard tacos, the shell cracks. So uh, it's a sandwich? No, it's a ta- taco. Anyway. Sandwich. Anyway. So so what you're saying is a taco is a sandwich too? No. Okay. I, t- I like that take. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> we have wonderful merch. We worked very hard creating a bunch of different t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants, apparel, and things over at our merch store teespring.com backslash stores backslash oh no disc golf use code oh no to get free shipping don't worry there's no t-shirts or anything with hot dogs or tacos on it although you can also find us on linktree and that'll have links to our instagram facebook twitter tiktok youtube and patreon um it's just oh no disc golf for for all of those things and then shout out to Sean and David are two Patreon supporters that have been pretty much supporting us since day one. Tried and true. If you want to, you know, support us, feel free. No pressure. Yeah, we're cool. If you want a free way to support us, head over to our Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars. And write some stuff about us. Yeah, that would be nice. You can also head over to Starframe Disc Golf and use code ONO to get 5% off with your order. It's starframediscs.com. Today, we're going to recap the Jonesboro Open and some of our own personal disc golf crap. Second, very controversial top five. Yeah, a super controversial top five that we took two very different directions. And lastly, we have something we've both been really excited about for the longest time, which is getting into actually interviewing people in the disc golf community. So we have Tornado Row Disc Golf on, and we're going to interview them. Yeah, super excited about that. It's like, you know, what we want to start focusing the show on. So if you know anyone who wants to come, come chat with us, send them our way. We're looking for passion. And mainly just that you've thrown a disc. That too. That's it. Or even if you, or even if you just like discs. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna start with just some personal disc golf stuff. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
So me and Kyle both uh, joined our first leagues this past week. Um, I joined, uh, it's just a for fun one, so it's not like I have to be there every week, but plan on trying to go as much as I can. And it random doubles at Kyle's old home course, Wicks Park. That was that was really fun, even though I haven't actually ever played like uh, doubles. So it was interesting, to say the least. Did you learn something? Have a game plan. That helps a lot. Like talk talk with your partner and figure out who's going to be like the the risky shot taker and who's going to be like the keep you in the fairway shot taker. Figure that out bef- before you start. Yeah, I had a really good partner who he's like you know he's played disc golf for so long and he would let me go first and take my shot and then if I landed in the fairway he would like you know go for the smush. And just try to try to get it as close to the basket. But uh, if I if I messed up, then he'd just throw the safe shot. So had had a real good partner as long as I went first because right. I I didn't know how to throw the safe shot if he if he messed just up. just in case. Yeah, I was like I don't know why I can't do it. Like uh, what hole was it that like the ace run hole out in the open? It like skipped off eight. Yeah, that sounds right. But it uh. It's just there's like a mound of dirt and it's like what 200, 220 feet maybe. Yeah, two fifty. And he his like skipped off to the side like behind some trees. And so I was like, okay, I just gotta put it, you know, inside those trees. Nope. Giant spike hyzer way outside the trees. Oh jeez. Luckily I made the putt for two anyway, but it's just like, God, why couldn't I just I don't know, pick a different disc, throw a throw a Emac straight at it or something. What did you throw? F D two. I think I just had my game plan set and I was afraid to change from that and mess it up more. So Yeah, so the plan goes, you throw first. Yeah, yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. How'd your leagues go? It was fun. Really windy, like 20 mile an hour winds. So you just gotta get used to it. 15 huh? mile an hour. Yeah, I, I guess, but it was it was really tough to putt. Also, I didn't realize that they were playing on a, a 54 par. Versus, like, I usually play on the 60, I think. So, so 54 would be three everything, right? I think. Times three. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Par three is for everything. Even, like, the par five. Oh, wow. So, which is, like, 700 feet. Well, you got to get, best way to get good, right? Is just keep pushing yourself. That's it. I, I didn't even realize until, like, it was over that that was the, so I, I thought I had got a birdie on a par four, but nope, I I, I parred it. <laughs> yep, that'll happen. So I didn't do very well. I was playing it pretty safe, but I should have really been trying to bomb it as much as possible, apparently. But I mean, I had fun. Good time. Chatted with uh, both my card mates and didn't come in last. Hey, that's all you got to aim for. That was the goal. Long as, well, even when you get last, there's only you can only go up from there, right? So, so true. Just gotta learn. Yeah, and there's like 600 tags. I'm at like 311 or something like that. So, right in the middle, I'll be nice. fine. Yeah. Speaking of tags, I went from tag number two to tag 109. Ooh. Yeah, big drop. Um, but there's only like the tags are spread out all the way throughout the United States, so. There's only a few numbers in Michigan, so didn't really have didn't really have a stand a chance. Gotcha. Yeah, they were good. I don't think I actually said where I joined. It was at the West Creek Park. It's a Dragon Tag Club. Pretty fun. 
And you said they just play somewhere different, like each day or something? Yeah, they play at a different course around Denver each day of the week. And you can play once every day. But I haven't, I haven't been able to yet, but I plan on hitting up some of them for sure. Radical. Rad. So for our fire round scores, Kyle's leading me 10 to 8. And after Jonesboro Open, we had a 6-6 tie. So still 10 to 8. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah. We had uh, we had some pretty funky scores because I don't think either of us were expecting uh, the last round to to have have the weather it did. No. So we both were still thinking it, there would be some really hot rounds, and we missed the uh, missed the mark there. I like three or four strokes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we That'll weren't happen. expecting. Yeah, it like started off pretty pretty dead, not a lot of wind, and then it really picked up towards the end there. Rained on the women. Oh yeah, yep. Looks like it was coming down pretty hard. The one one time when Cat was putting, she uh, like blew a whole umbrella backwards. One kind of funny thing when the eagle was putting, I think it was the second to last hole, third to last hole. Uh, it was right when it was about to like start raining. <laughs> like right before he's about to putt, wind gust just huge. He just looks at the camera, laughs. It was it was pretty funny. It felt like me about to putt, you know. Did he can it? Yeah, he canned it. Okay, I think I remember that. Yep, but he he waited a good like minute, but it it was just still gonna. It was about to start raining, so. Yeah, he's got that nasty spin putt that can just cut through the wind most of the time. So, True story. He's got it. But it was super exciting to watch Jonesboro again. It was only like six months ago that they had it because uh, of, of COVID. They, you know, like the schedule got changed around or whatever. Who did you most bet on? Or like, you know, for our fire rounds, who did you pick the most? Um, I think I've kind of picked it all over. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I picked Paige Pierce twice. I think, yeah, I picked Paige Pierce twice. I really tried to bet on on Eagle McMahon. I really thought he was going to beat the course record this weekend. special. Yeah, I thought he was going to get it. He was so close. I think if he would have able to get the Eagle on 16, that would have kept him, gave him the momentum to finish it off. But slight misfire on, on 16. That'll happen. Took the took the wind out of his wings, but he managed to managed to keep it together enough. I mean, top three is still fantastic. Yeah. So coming in at third, Eagle McMahon at twenty eight under overall. <laughs> uh, Sorry, you're good. Coming in at second was uh, Calvin Heimberg at thirty one under, and running away with it once again is Ricky Wysocki at thirty five under in first place. Ricky is just on a tear, and everyone's tired of hearing it, but Saki bombs back. Yeah, unbelievable how well he's doing. Mm-hmm. Just nothing can can get in his way. Just raptor legging over everything, especially with a lead or with yeah with a lead going into the final day. It was just yep. too easy for him to pedal to the metal on the way out. Really. Yeah, I think what was it, Ledgestone last year? I think it was Ledgestone last year where he had like a, a one or two stroke lead, and even then, like he wasn't like one hundred percent Ricky, but even then, like he once he gets a lead, he knows how to how to like just play safe but still get his birdie so people can't just catch him. Plays so smart. He had mm-hmm. a intentional par on number five this year every every round. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, he laid up every time. He was just like, I, I don't want to mess with that. It's too risky. So, Oh, that's the one with there's like the creek in the middle. So he just throws like a big hyzer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And last round, Eagle throws it like 50 feet behind the basket. <laughs> right. Did you see in on round two, Ben Callaway canned it from from the other side of the creek? I did see that. That was that a was sick nuts. throw in. Oh my god, that was so sweet. I'd be I'd I'd lose my mind if I did that. <laughs> Even just watching it live was like, mm-hmm. did that just happen? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Almost threw my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. FPO was pretty exciting too. Cat was was pretty dominant. Which so round one uh, on the back nine, she must have shot like a eight, seven or an eight under because she was only one under leaving the front nine, and I think she finished a negative eight for the day. That I could be wrong. Don't one hundred percent check me on that, but it's something like that from today. No, from round from the first day. Oh, um, and then round two. Cat shot a uh, twelve under, which was hot round for both both teams, both the uh, MPO and FPO. Which I know they play like a slightly different course, but still, you don't ever see that. You never see that. That was an amazing round. Yeah, it was like ten forty one rated or something, which is just crazy. So yeah, it was really exciting to to watch Cat just absolutely obliterate it. Yeah, we keep talking about Pierce going over a thousand. Yeah. Start talking about Katrina going over. Yeah, I'm sure Pierce still has to put push closer with these rounds. It's not like these rounds were super bad. She didn't have anything like outstanding, but anyway, coming in third was Sarah Holcomb, which was kind of cool. You know, she's pretty much all sidearm players. So the fact that she's still able to keep it up there with her sidearms. Coming in second was Paige Pierce at fifteen under. This is the first time in Jonesboro Open history that Paige Pierce hasn't won. And coming in at first is Katrina Allen at 23 under. That was a crazy statement. That Paige Pierce has never never, lost it. Yeah, never lost until now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's only been around for about four years. I think four years since it's been on the Pro Tour. Maybe this is the fifth one. So it's not like it's, you know, I mean... I guess that's quite a while considering how how much the pro tour has really taken off but you think it's the rise of the competition around her or is she kind of fallen off a little bit i don't think she's fallen off because she's been battling with cat since you know basically the beginning it's not like there's a new new person at the top it's always been her and cat just like it was always ricky and Macbeth. so no i know i'm just saying no like overall no no I think uh, Haley King said something about how how she spent so much time in Hawaii and like I, she doesn't think like the courses she played in Hawaii are really like the same type of courses you come back and play at, at the pro like during the pro tour. So she hasn't really taken that like big step. But I don't know if any of that's true. That's just that's all speculation, I guess. And that's your opinion. It's not really my opinion. I'm just repeating things that professionals say. And that's a fact. That is a fact. I'm just repeating things that professionals say. There we go. <laughs> Stamp it. What do you think? Do you think I don't? I mean, I don't. There's no way Paige Pierce is falling off. No, I I, I was just no. you know sending sending you an incendiary question to see how you handled it. No, no, I think it was you know just a difficult course, and everybody has difficult starts to some seasons. I guess uh, she's been perfection for what five years, six years. A long time. 
So hard to expect perfection all the time, I guess. Yeah, that is not good enough. But that is definitely what we go into every tournament thinking is like, oh, Paige Pierce is probably going to win this one. Like, you know. Yep. But. Or at least, yeah, be pushing. Yeah, be up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird to see your 10 back. <laughs> sure was. Three, two, one. Top, Top five. five. Oh, yeah. We're doing the top five non-disc golfers who would smush a disc. And there is two very different ways you can take this question, apparently. Allegedly. Very controversial topic. So prepare to hear some arguments, fighting, broken bottles. Who knows what's going to happen? Punches through the computer. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll start because my way is the right way. I pick for my number five, Tayshawn Prince. I'm a Michigan guy, so from Michigan. So watching the Pistons was big when I grew up, and he was one of the main guys, and he's super tall and lanky, and I think he's got like the perfectly built body for just ripping big backhands. See, if we were going with old NBA players, I would have said Rasheed Wallace. For disc golfing? That's the only one I could remember. Oh, okay. Not even Ben Wallace? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No offense to Ben Wallace. Uh, I mean, that was, any... the most, that was the most stupid joke we've made. What? No offense to Ben Wallace. No. No offense? He's all defense. He's all defense, huh? <laughs> to be fair, I think most athletes, like professional athletes, could probably jump in and pick up disc golf really quickly but these are just like what i think the top five could be yeah eric went with more of like you know (laughs) athletes i just went with like you know i thought top five lists of things i thought would be fun they're fun so mine are a little bit different coming in hot at number five barney the big dinosaur the big purple dinosaur the human-sized dinosaur, right? Yeah. I mean, he's like like seven foot. Okay. But he definitely had some, like, you know, short human arms. They didn't, like, extend his arms because I think that would be kind of creepy for kids. Yeah, but maybe that would help with, like, he wouldn't round then because he doesn't have arms to reach around his body. So Very true. Like, he can't. He can use, so... like, all the all his dinosaur weight to throw the disc, right? I was thinking maybe too. He has a tail. He, maybe he could incorporate that in somehow. Yeah, counter counterweight to really get him spinning. Yeah. So, Barney. Yeah, because he sings that one song about something at the beginning of all his shows. That he loves you. Yeah. Yep. That one. I picked for <laughs> my my number four. I picked Tom does Brady. Prin- does Prince love you? Probably not. Does uh, Tom Brady love you? I mean, to be fair, I feel like they did it might get weird for some reason like a big purple dinosaur loving me doesn't seem that weird but right but tom brady coming like up a to grown you. man loving i love me. you yeah it's like oh okay do you want a hog no <laughs> the last <laughs> last thing i want just sign this football for me for my number four i picked tom brady because he's tom brady he's good at almost anything right i mean is that not obvious? Yeah. Uh, he's not really good at running a straight line. but He's not? Like he can't do it or he just never has? If you've never looked it up, look up Tom Brady's 
like a 40 yard dash when he did the underwear Olympics. I don't remember what it's called. Huh. Interesting. It's pretty slow. And that was like at his best. So he's like slow, but he can run straight. Well, good thing there's no running involved in disc golf. True story. He's pretty good at throwing. So yeah, just you know, I think he just do everything as like thumber and tomahawks, just over the top. My number four is Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> and why? <laughs> the Queen, the Queen of Great Britain. Is this like some sort of? Like Alice in Wonderland thing where, you know, how in Alice in Wonderland the queen hits a ball but it doesn't go right, so then she cheats. Is that is that what you're getting getting at? Like, so that's an option. Definitely. That would have been a good option to go with the Queen of Hearts queen. That would have been a good one. Yeah, it would have. Off with their head. Off with their head. No, the queen has corgis. That's that's number one. So obviously that's gonna help her disc golfing. Corgis are great at disc golf. They're, they're, they'll teach you, get the disc for you. What's up with you and like things that don't have very long arms? Barney, corgis. I don't have an explanation for that. Okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, she'd be in like you know, FPO fifty plus, and uh, she'd slay it. Smush them. She'd be like a Sarah Hokum forehand specialist. Is that what the corgis would teach her? Yeah, because they got those big bellies and. Tiny little legs. Yeah, well, you have to have something that would, like, you know, hold her crown for her when she's throwing so it wouldn't fall off. Yeah, because we know you're not allowed to have uh, caddies right now, so you'd have to bring a dog to hold the crown. My number three, I picked Randy Johnson, old baseball pitcher. I think he'd just have a killer sidearm because, you know, he's a baseball pitcher. And probably a good, like, over-the-top thing, thumber, tomahawk. Maybe even backhand if he did any batting, but mainly the sidearm flick. I think he'd just kill it with it. Yep. Randy Johnson. He once hit a bird with a baseball. Hit a bird? On purpose? That's probably why. He... No, like uh, he threw the baseball and a bird came flying down and they hit while he was pitching and the, everything just exploded. All it's right. a pretty crazy video. I'm down. What's your number three? My number three, Billy Mays. The... You ever see that guy's forearms? The dude's ripped. He's, he's pretty ripped. And if the disc didn't go in... He would scream at it until it went in. Hmm. Talking loudly and basically like, you know, being generally a nice person and fair products. What's his product? Uh, He had a bunch of them. What's his like first one? His main one? The cleaning stuff. OxyClean. Oh, yeah. But wait, there's more. Oh, yeah, that too. But wait, there's more. And just the level of volume that he was speaking they must have had to turn the gain down so much it it just must have been awful to edit that audio (laughs) just make a producer's ears bleed (laughs) everyone else loves them just the guy who has to edit the audio is just like i hate him i can't fuck that guy (laughs) Uh, well my number two picked another baseball pitcher justin verlander again from michigan so had to go with uh Another another Detroit Tiger or Detroit player. He's not a Tiger anymore, but he was. Again, same reason. Probably a sweet sidearm flick. Do you still think of him as a Tiger? Yeah, he's a place for Texas now. Houston Astros. But he started his career at Tigers, so he's always a always a Tiger. 
Dude, Tony the Tiger's not on your list. Should have been. That's great. Great. And that's baseball talk with Eric. Yep. (laughs) I don't know baseball. Yep, he sure don't. My number two, Walker, Texas Ranger. The man himself, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris would throw a disc with his chin. Yep, probably. And destroy the basket on accident. Karate kick and... And then the disc would just cut the basket in half. Yeah. So he probably wouldn't actually play good because they wouldn't actually land in the basket. Well, the course would be over. You know, he would get a zero for the score, technically, because, you know... A zero? Yeah, because the basket's, you know, cut in half. He's done. The course is done. Would he get, like, a plus something, you know? Nah. (laughs) Just a zero, not even a minus? (laughs) So just even? he just play even par? You know it would be really funny? He just walks up to a tree, kicks it, just knocks it down. <laughs> that'd be nice. That'd be, that'd be useful. Might piss off your next one, though. Course maintenance. For my number one, I picked Patrick Mahomes, mainly because Kyle told me that he can throw footballs just as good left hand as he can right hand. So I figured he can probably do backhands and forehands both ways and just open up any line he needs ever. Right? I think. He's so insanely talented with anything that I think probably would be a professional within six months. Just pick it right up and of picking up a disc for the first time. Pretty sweet. I'd like to see it. Someone get a hold I'd of Patrick it. Mahomes. Let's Tell do it. Start, start throwing some discs. He's making a lot of money playing in the NFL, so <laughs> tough to see him switch yeah, over to but Macbeth is making as much money as like an outfielder in the uh, you know MLB. How do you there's just, you just told me you don't know baseball. How do you know what how know how much outfielders are making? Twitter. It was just a comparison I saw. All right. I'm just teasing. Yeah I, I got nothing. What's your number you. one? I got nothing for you. Eric, my number one, number one the hottest hottest take in the entire world. It's on fire, Eric. Don't let it be on fire. Well, I guess he's making sure it's not on fire, actually. It's gotcha. Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent forest fires. That's the slogan. I figured, you know, he already has the hat, and he's he's going to make sure that the course isn't set on fire and probably pick up some trash along the way. Seems like a generally bear. Nice, nice bear. Bears are strong, right? Yeah, strong. They're big. He spends so much time in the woods, he knows he know, he's going to know all the lines. Yeah, if a disc gets stuck in a tree, he's got it. He's not going to, like, kick down the tree like Chuck Norris, but, yeah, close enough. Yeah, you can't put Chuck Norris and Smokey the Bear on the same card, though. There'll be a fight. Yeah, probably. Well, that was our very controversial top five, taken two completely different ways. We both tried. We learned an important lesson that we should probably talk about our top fives instead of develop them and just show us each other our lists right before we start yeah i thought it was good <laughs> if you guys write us in and tell us whose team would be better if we if we made a team out of uh, our top fives team eric or team kyle yep <laughs> patrick mahomes is a team captain or Smokey the bear oh well that's no fair you can't pick Smokey the bear to be the team captain he would definitely win pick any one of mine and they would be winning over yours Queen Elizabeth. I'll take Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. I'll well, be Queen who? Elizabeth. Oh, you couldn't. Me. 
<laughs> I doubt it. I'd like I'd like to see you try. Get her on the phone. Next up, we have something that we are extremely excited to be doing, which is starting interviewing people in the disc golf community. Today, we have a couple of new friends from over at Tornado Throw Disc Golf. Eric and Benson, thank you for joining us from Tornado Throw. Uh, why don't you just start off telling us a little bit about yourself? Okay, my name is Benson, and then uh, we are a, a manufacturer in Taiwan for any plastic product and resins, and also we manufacture braces, like angle brace, knee brace, back support, this kind of stuff, Taiwan. And uh, this is my, 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 my brief uh, background. And uh, Eric is my partner. We are doing the, the lot of uh, uh, online business and then consulting uh, business together. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Eric. Uh, so a little bit about myself. I was in the Air, Taiwan Air Force for uh, 13 years. So I basically study so the things that they can fly that I know a little bit about, that, like the aerodynamic and things like that. And then we are working together with, with Benson uh, for the online marketing and e-commerce business. You guys started disc golfing this year? Oh, actually from last year, uh, last, yeah. last uh, August, I believe. Oh, okay. It makes sense on based on your background that you would be interested in things that fly. <laughs> You'd see it yeah. just and be like, oh, I can I can make something better than what they're throwing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Awesome. Did you guys have like a, a good memory associated with disc golf or, you know, tornado throwing? I'm, I'm personally, I am a I'm, I'm runner. I run every day and then I uh, play tennis during the weekend. And then uh, since last year to have a COVID happened. So I, in the beginning, everybody stayed at home for a couple months. And after that, I brought my kid to the park and tried to help them to exercise more. And then I, one day I saw uh, some people, they play like a disc golf and then I feel like really interested. What, what is that? It's, it's, it's golf or it's a, a disc? How they use the disc, play like a golf. <laughs> so yeah, and then I, 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 I try to talk to them and then and ask them why is that and they they they, they tell me oh this is a it's just a disc and then you can play like golf and then it's a it has a different kind of disc you can use when you play so as a manufacturer background every time when i see a product i will analyze the material and then i see if if we can make it uh better yeah that's why we start to analyze and then we buy a few brand of uh, disc and then I sent back to our Taiwan team. So my engineer, they can start to study uh, the material, analyze the material and then redesign and uh, to improve for so many brands and then make it better. Even the material, uh, we right. try to see if we have an even better material can make this disc more stable and then can fly farther. Uh, that's why we start. Yeah. So you just want to create the, the best disc out there for everyone, it sounds like. Yeah, for everyone, for either a beginner or professional player, or even in the middle, you can use our disc. And then also we want to make sure that this can last like longer. So, and then no more powerful. Yeah. That's why we uh, think. That's some good goals. <laughs> Everyone's looking for the best disc. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about a favorite favorite memory that I I can recall is when we came across this sport, and we we found this uh like targets in the park. So there are like a metal chains in there. And do you remember that when kids and your dogs see that and yeah. they they're asking, <laughs> uh, that do we do we put our dog in there when we want to go to, <laughs> want to go somewhere? And it's like it's like some. It's like something that in there you can you can hook something on it so yeah. that um, yeah right. and we never we never know this kind of sports uh, you know yeah. before that day right yeah it's like a target yeah yeah because I have a dog so I usually bore my dog to the park and he's like something you can put your dog <laughs> and so you can walk around yeah right. and then it turns out it's a target that you can you can aim and throw the the, the your disc into the basket. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, the first time I saw it too, I was very confused. I was wait, like, what? What do we do here? Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Then, uh, how did you guys come up with the name Tornado Throw? Yeah, because uh, our humble beginnings as uh, as entrepreneurs, that uh, we always tr- always believe that if we being consistent and we know where our goals are and we keep our uh, like uh, Benson is running. So if we put one our uh, one feet in front of another, so a step uh, and, and another step, you can complete a marathon. So that uh, that's the core value of we both share. And then myself, I I used to run a triathlon and. You know, oh, wow. Yeah. And then uh, because the Air Force, you know, we, we need yeah. to prove we need to prove we are tougher than the others. <laughs> so, you know, that is. Yeah. And then we came back. We needed like like uh, train ourselves really hard so that um, I, I think that's the that's the that's the core value and belief that uh, we if we can be consistent and we just uh, towards our goals so that we can achieve anything so that. um. So, and because of the motion of this sport, we see people doing in the park when they throw the disc, they will kind of rotate after they release the disc. So it's like a, they are rotating in, you know, in where they stand. So the motion to me looks like a tornado. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> it totally makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and because uh, I have a friend uh, live in Florida, there where there is a lot of tornadoes. So when the tornado comes, they can only hide in the basement. So you get this idea that uh, a tornado is uh, is actually unstoppable. You can only hide from it. <laughs> you know, you can. It is, it is just unstoppable. So that we use this uh, concept to like our our brand name, our core value. It then was born with the tornado throw and throw like a pro and we're literally unstoppable when we can overcome all the obstacles woods those those uh, sands those waters in the golf course is all the obstacles we need to like overcome we need to rip like a tornado through them yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep have you guys ever seen like anyone do the 360 throws i know it's kind of off script but oh uh, yeah um 360 i haven't really but the 360 yeah they like do a 360 run up to get as far as they can then that's when you really look like a tornado <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Little, yeah <laughs> all right so the next one is how long did you guys research before you started to like build your prototypes like how long was your uh, researching period we researched since last August when we first saw the disc. So it's back to the August last year. But gotcha. uh, 
we do a lot of research. And then as I mentioned earlier, I, we bought a lot of samples mm. and try to That's analyze right. the difference between the, those different brands. Yeah. And in the, in the beginning, when we sent this back to the factory, the Taiwan, Taiwan engineers, they were like, what? It's just a piece of plastic. Yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the te technical you know, thing in yeah. there? We can do it tomorrow. <laughs> they were like, yeah. yeah. And then when we found that the technical uh, standards and different drivers, mid-range and putters, right. and they, all, they are all in different weights and shape and form. So right. yeah. there's right. the, like a lot of the like aerodynamic and you know associated with that right oh yeah as a manufacturer i i told them uh, i told my engineer team i i say just like a car every car if you, you don't drive them you cannot tell which car drive faster like a disc the same thing uh, like a small car can run faster than the usual sedan the normal yeah. sedan so right. design is really important it, it affects a lot if you design well, it's not like a, just a little plastic. It, it, right. It's not, it definitely not. So, yeah, there's a lot to lots it. Lots of technology. Yes, yeah, a lot. It's a lot different. So when you when you look very detailed for every other brand, they are all different. Even a speed ten, speed nine, even a two speed ten, they looks a little bit different. They try to make their disc better. So we do the same thing. We try to design just like a sport car. So when I told my engineer, I say, we need to design a disc like a Porsche. Uh, we can fly very fast and then very stable. So we we built a lot of sample already. And then, wow. and then we check and then we try to throw it. And then is, if it's not good, we do it again. We do, we do already a couple discs already. Gotcha. Yeah. Very interesting. And then how many molds are gonna make the make the launching, like the big launch? You guys have have a set number or just as many? Yeah, currently we doing the one driver, one middle gray, one putter, and going forward we are gonna have another, uh, at least five or six driver. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, depend on the speed. Yeah. Do you have any insight on those discs that you guys are are pushing forward? Like, uh, tell us about them a little bit. How they fly? Yeah, the we, uh, we we actually we did some <laughs> research on the YouTube channels that talk about how to choose the weights, different weights and right. speed, and it based on your skill levels and your entry levels. And uh, the actually the 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 release velocity of your arm strength or your skill set it it will it it plays a part in for you to choose the like different different discs, different weights and different like shapes from different manufacturers. So we, we, we don't know there, there are so many things we need to consider when you're, when you have like a more technique or you have more like arm strength, that is the time you need to move. You need to move a little bit to the right to use like heavier drivers so that uh, the, the release velocity and its flying track can, can meet your improvement over time. So that uh, I, I think in the in the beginning we're we're tailoring our product to like most of the people in the in the media level of the skill set because the those are the 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 most people's skill set. So there are a few people that they are they they are beginners. So beginners like us we will probably just borrow the disc from our friends. They they have like a twenty or ten or twenty in their bag. So so that right. we. We don't, the beginners, they don't know the difference. So they, they'll just uh, use a random one. And then um, 
for the professionals, they are they're very like selective and uh, they know what they want. Um, uh, which one in their bag will perform the, the best in this setting. All right, so that uh, our plan is that we just make one, uh, one set like a starter set, but it's not for like a total newbie standard uh, starters, it's for like intermediate level kind of players. And then we will create something a little bit to the left. So it's a little bit lighter and the shape and the release speed is a little slower or things like that. And then a little bit to the right could uh, leaning towards the professionals. Yeah, so that's, we're probably will start with one in the middle and then to the left, uh, uh, like one or two different speed and then to the right one or two. So five or six, I guess. Gotcha. Well said. I hit them all as much as you can, as much as you're able to. Yeah, yeah. And we we have the cure, the, the elbow brace to help you to... Yeah, <laughs> after we throw yeah, out but... our arms and our backs. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Did you have a, like a tentative launch date for when you guys are thinking your starter set will come out? Yeah, currently based on our team, they report to me yesterday. It's about, we are doing the, the molding right now, our first molding for the driver. And then it should be ready by the end of April. So we can start to produce the product uh, in the beginning of May. So uh, we plan to launch this product in the middle of May or by the end of May for sure. Awesome. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out. Yeah, sure. We're excited. Yeah, us us too, really. Yeah, love trying out new companies. uh, Before we launch, we still, when we produce, we will do some tests first before we official launch. Right. Yeah, so maybe that is a good chance if you guys are interested, uh, we can definitely send you guys some of our like a second prototype and uh, you know, if you guys- Yeah. Yeah. Try to make some content with them and, and show people how they fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, right. Yeah, just to get a feel on the on the product and uh, how you guys uh, think about it. Yeah, throw like a pro, right? Right. Yeah. right, right. <laughs> Was there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? Uh, because we, we are starting up so that we are we're holding some like giveaway giveaway contest we we asking questions in the community and for people who are interested to know a new company and new brand come up so that we have a, a giveaway contest on our website which is www.tornadothrow.com so if you go there, you can see our giveaway contest. We're giving away like a bag and then full of discs and then like a roller that it can carry all the discs as a price. Yeah, you guys got some sweet stuff. That sounds awesome. That's one. And then the second thing is that uh, we are we're also holding a design contest for our very first driver. So we are inviting all the designers who are you know good at the designing and the, the dyeing of the disc itself so that... Uh, there's also a contest on, on that so that uh, we can, yeah, yeah, it's our very, like, like our very first collection that uh, is using the, these designers artwork, the, the, the number one or number two, number three comp- competition, like champion, like uh, design champions to use the pattern or the drawing on our very first disc. That That'd is be another thing we're running right now. That's I awesome. wish I could design. I'm not a not oh, a me too. Me too. I, I wish I was artistic at all. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we can. We, yeah. we, we can. We can. We accept uh, all kinds of uh, different <laughs> artwork. You can just yeah. use a use a use like a, a marker or something. Or, <laughs> yeah. Look it up. <laughs> just try to look 
uh, then the disk uh, looks different. Even the same driver, well, same performance, but just looks different. So right. they can, a good player, they can correct, correct it if they want to. So they have a different. Yeah. Um, what uh, actually what we're seeing that is in the in the future, maybe a decade, so that we we have our like a first, uh, the very first one in our museum or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely that'd be awesome we're feeling this yeah. we're feeling the same way about our podcast episodes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 definitely, definitely. yeah and then the, all our discs we're gonna send to the pdga to do the get a certificate yeah so yeah th those are what we're doing after we produce awesome so yeah yeah once once you guys have the have the molds perfected and we're out of prototype yeah. stage right you're gonna send them in right right yeah yep. sweet excited for that and then uh where can everybody follow you where can where can, where can they find you yeah uh i think uh we just mentioned that uh triple w at uh, tornadothrow.com and then on facebook uh we are tornado throw discs and then our instagram is at tornado throw also yeah so that uh and we got we, we got this uh Brand name and logo trademarked, so that uh, <laughs> yeah, luckily we, nobody's came up with this idea yet. Nice. So that uh, should be able to find us. Other than some like like the karate karate kind of like a technique is they they also call tornado throw when you when you oh. you, know, <laughs> yeah. you do when you do that to your like uh, opponents. <laughs> yeah, so don't go to the karate side, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys are on YouTube too. Yeah, uh, yeah, we also on YouTube. Uh, we uh, we documented all our like uh, brand stories and our process and, and how we send out. Yeah, we document everything on our YouTube channel so that uh, if you're interested, you can also you're more than welcome to follow us. Yeah, yep, give some love. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. We appreciate you guys coming on, chatting yeah. with us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting us and yes. give us the opportunity to like uh, know uh, and know more people in the community. Thanks, guys. It was actually a lot of it was like way too much fun to have those guys on. Legitimately, I feel like we actually did make you know friends within the community. So, yeah, I, I'm excited to have them back again. Me too. Also, they in the meantime, since we recorded that interview, they have sent me prototype discs. Uh, so I have a putter mid-range and a driver that I'm going to go test out. Check out our TikTok and Instagram for unboxing videos and other prototype disc-related content. Yeah, my discs are probably in the post office box right now. So I will be getting those. I'll have them out by the time this episode airs, but I do not have them in my hands as we're recording. But I'm super excited. I've seen the fairway driver they have. Everyone says it's like super understable. So I'm excited to see what I can do with that uh, just, to, just to mess with. And they already, yeah, I think they, they already told us that they have a second, second prototype version. of the fairway right. driver coming out soon. So, And just that they were willing to send us, you know, prototype plastic to try out is just so generous nice of them yeah yep super excited for them to launch and get their products to everyone in the world they're all like a pro today we had an awesome episode don't you think eric i enjoyed it i thought it was awesome it was like 
probably my favorite one so far because we interviewed people. I, I'm so excited to start interviewing more people in the community. I always like chatting, chatting with anybody disc golf. So it's nice right. to talk to people who actually know stuff about disc golf rather than me just bug my fiance and my friends who don't disc golf. Right. Today we recapped the Jonesboro Open. We had a super controversial, super hot takey top five non-disc golfers who would smoosh some discs. And lastly, we had the awesome tornado throw interview. With Benson and Eric. With Benson and Eric. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, thank you for listening. Every single little comment or review that you guys leave means the world to us. To get to our link tree, you go to linktree.com slash oh no disc golf. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Patreon. Also, we have merch over at our Teespring store. Remember to head over to starframedisc.com. Use code oh no to get 5% off. They have discs, disc golf accessories, a bunch of cool stuff over there. Episode 13. Episode 13, Yay. Eric. We did it. We made it to the end. Wow. <laughs> like we're done? Yeah, we, we're done now. We made one interview and we're done. No, there's going to be a bunch of interviews. We have a bunch of shit lined up and looking forward to the future, man. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Catch you on the flip side.